Today is the 13th day of August 2021. We are taking our Rhapsody of Realities together with the man of God, Pastor Chris Akilme. Our topic for today is bold and passionate for the kingdom. We are reading from the book of Mark chapter 16, verse 20. That's our theme verse. Guys, we do read that first. Okay, thank you for reading. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord walking with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Amen. Pastor says, preach the gospel with passion. And as you do, the Lord will confirm his word with signs following. We have something to give to the world. It is the saving gospel of Jesus Christ. Recall what the Lord charged us to do. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you are received, freely give. That is in Matthew 10, 8. He has given us both a power and authority to do mighty works in his name and demonstrates the character of the Holy Spirit to our world. Therefore, take your place in the ministry of the gospel. Never lose focus on the master's calling on your life. Serve him selflessly with an undying passion. If you're passionate for him, he will be passionate for you. Okay? If you're passionate for him, he will be passionate for you. What do you think that means? Um, earlier, I used to feel there's this people to say like, um, I don't say that if you are not ashamed of God, yeah, you'll be ashamed of Him. Yeah. But me, I feel like saying um, if you are passionate for Him, you'll be passionate for you. Like if you are passionate about the things of God, yeah, about you know using your finances, for instance, mm-hmm. for the gospel and all of that. Like it would be more. God too be passionate about your passion. I don't know if I'm saying it the right way. Okay. Because for instance, I'm channeling my finance into maybe saving young children and all of that, leading them to Christ, taking them walk the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, the more I do that, well, the, God is always happy about so many. Yeah. And because those people, their lives have been have been paid for already. Yeah. And you you just keep on getting more inspiration from the Holy Spirit. I really don't know how to explain it, but I just feel like, you know, that your passion, God will be passionate about your passion, and you, everything you need to make it, you know, a success. Yeah. You, you have everything you need. You will make it available. Yeah, exactly. You make everything you need available, both to the humans, human resources, and whatever access you need, finance you need, because of your passion for souls. Okay. You know, God loves everyone, but God has favorites. That's the reality. That's the truth. He loves everyone, but he has some people that are very close to his heart. Why? Because those people are busy for him. Those people are working together with him. So those kind of people is is like they are eggs to him. Like he don't no, he doesn't want anything to come near them at all. He doesn't joke with them. Because they are the ones going through the to the worst places of the earth for him. They are the ones giving their all. So the communication that exists between him and them is so tight. Like he's so he's so he's so passionate. It's just like just like um, when Jesus Christ was on earth, he had disciples. But out of the twelve, okay, there were one twenty. 
Out of 120, there were 12. Out of 12, there were four. And out of the four, one of the closest, John, he was very close to the Bible said that he rested on the bosom of Jesus, like he was so close to him. So there's, there are people that are very close to God, closer than other people are. So God is passionate about such people. He, 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 he blesses them abundantly so that they can carry out his work the more. Because that is their passion. Just like I said, their passion is his passion. So they are, those people, they carry the heartbeat of God. So God does not want any, like, everything is just perfect. It makes everything perfect for them so they can continue the mission. Yes. And that is how it is. Even as parents, you know, parents love, they might have 10 children. They love all the 10 children. But there are some that distinguish themselves, some of those children, by being obedient, by loving their parents, by taking care of... There's an affinity those parents will have towards those children. Yeah, it's just, it's just normal. Like, but when every, every child is born, there's like a potential... Like, they are loved the same every, way. Every mother carrying a child in her womb loves the child before she meets the child. Yes. So, but it's, it's not when the children grow. It's not how you... You act, you know, the, how much peace you give your parents, how much you obey and don't stress them. Yes, how much you love. care about them. Yes. Even you showing them love is important as well. They are not the only ones. To, mm-hmm. that, that's why this passion now, it doesn't mean that you have to go to the hottest, maybe like um, Iran, Iraq, mm-hmm. to go and die. No. It means you care about Jesus. You care about, you even care to listen to him. You care to have a relationship with him, to communicate with him daily, even if you are in the most comfortable zone of the world. It doesn't have anything to do with pain or distress. It is just your availability, your passion, the love you have towards him. For instance, now, John, John the Beloved, that Jesus was very close to Jesus. He was not the one that preached the most or cast out the most demons. But he was very close to the bosom of ready to listen to him, always with him. So that is how, and that's how some children are. So it doesn't mean they are the ones that give the most money. But the care and the concern they show. What is your concern for the gospel? How do you think about it? Is it a part of your daily thoughts? Or you you remember it's only maybe on Mission Sunday. Maybe the church organized a Sunday for Mission. That's the only day you remember that there are some people that are that are preaching the gospel on the field, or that you can give for the gospel. It should be a part of your daily thought. That even the father will tell you, you can talk to you, say, Michael, see that person, I want you to pray to him. So that is it. That, that is, like, the more, the more you do the work, the, even, the closer you are to God, to his heart, and the more passionate he will be about you. Just like, you can't tell me that God is not passionate about Pastor Chris. He's, he's so passionate about him. Like, like they are friends, just like Abraham. Did, was it only Abraham God loved in his days? No. He loved other people too. But he was passionate about Abraham. Why? Because Abraham was after the heart of God. Abraham wanted to do anything God asked him to do. He wanted to listen to God. He was a friend of God. Same as David. The, the Bible called David the man after my heart. And what, if, if you see, if you note, something characterizes them. These are people that dedicate time to be with God. 
David will just go out into the field, just stay there. A king, only him. He will stay there and be meditating on God, on things God has created, talking to God, having a fellowship. So it's the passion, God having passion for you, begins with that fellowship. It's in the place of fellowship you receive instructions on how to carry out the mission. So the, the people that you know have time for God, they are the ones that God will also be passionate about. Or God will even have time for. Because if you don't have time for him, how can he show your, his time to you? Yeah, because you don't even have time for his time. Yes, you don't have time to receive his time. That is it. Alright, we've not even gone halfway on the rhapsody. <laughs> if you are passionate for him, he'll be passionate for you. He will stand up for you if you stand up for him. Okay? That's another one. Does it still align with if you are passionate? You pa- is it the same thing? Yes. You think so? If you stand up for him. You stand up for him. It's the same thing. If you fight for the gospel, you also fight for him. He will defend you because he doesn't want the gospel to perish. And you are the one fighting for the gospel, so you have to be fought for. Just like um, the military. The government will always fight for them because they are the one protecting the borders. The government is passionate about them. And that's how Biden pulled off um, all their military men from Afghanistan. He said, I read his speech, you know, for 20 years, some of them have died. Some of them have been, um, well, how do you put this word? You know, there is a kind of maiming that the person is almost, can, cannot do anything again. Some of them have been maimed for life like that, fighting another person's country. And immediately they left. The owners of the country themselves, the soldiers, could not even fight, could not defend their territory at least for a while. Everything just collapsed. So he, he, he pulled them off that plane because he wants to, he's passionate about them. He doesn't want them to keep on dying. 20 years, you know, is a long time. So he's passionate about their, the military. And you see the way other countries deal with their military. Like there's so much respect, so much love, so much care. For them, I can't use African countries, especially this one. I can't use it to to judge. <laughs> I can't use it as an example. But other countries are passionate about their military. This is in this part of the world that they are the ones that even suffer the most, and they let out that they are suffering on civilians when they have contact with them. If you see their theory, very, very bad, very bad. And these are people that have signed death warrants. Like, they are ready to die. Going to war is a, is a win-win stuff. You might, you might come back, you may not come back. So God will stand for those who stand for him. It doesn't mean that those who don't stand for him, he hates them. There are two different things. He has provided life for all of us, for every human. He has provided salvation. He has provided health, wealth. Everything is provided. But there is a special attention for those who are ensuring that what he has provided is getting to everybody. You see it now. Like, at the end, the love is still the same. Because the reason why he's passionate about those people, because they are the ones helping others 
to come into that love. That's deep. I've never thought about it that way. I'm just seeing it from that light now. He's passionate about the ones that are passionate about helping others. So eventually, the entire aim is for all men to come into the fullness of his love, fullness of life. That is why the scripture said that, that God is not the will of God that any man should perish, but that all should come into repentance. Sorry. Amazing. Okay. Therefore, oh, sorry. Okay, he has given us both the power and authority to do mighty works in his name and demonstrate the character of the Holy Spirit to our world. Therefore, take your place in the ministry of the gospel. Never lose focus of the master's calling in your life. Serve him selflessly with an undying passion. If you are passionate, oh, I've read all of that. He will stand up for you if you stand up for him. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. Okay. Now this is almost akin to regular salvation. He said, Whosoever will confess me before my Father, confess me. I also confess him before my Father. How is that? Because we are saved in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the one taking all of us to heaven. So he's the one that identifies who is in him, who has accepted him. So if you have not accepted Jesus into your life, you have denied him, particularly when you have received the gospel and refused to accept it. So when it's, when it gets to the Father, he's going to deny you. I don't know you because you are not a part of me. You didn't accept me. So that this one is talking about basic like salvation, accepting Jesus and not accepting Jesus. But all of us is going to come, he's going to confess us as his friends, as his you know, members, since we are born again. Bible says, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because it does judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Here, the apostle Paul says, Our love and passion for the Lord compels us with the truth of the gospel. The Lord is with you, strong and mighty, and with the faith of God in your spirit. Take your partnership in the gospel to a higher level. I'm taking my partnership with the gospel to a higher level. Get wild for God. Hmm. What is a wild animal? Wild, wild animals are ferocious. They are ferocious. They don't take things easy. They can do anything to get what they want. They can kill. They can destroy things. They can destroy a house to get. They use all of. Yes. They use all of their efforts, all of their skills to get whatever they want. That is what makes them wild. The domestic one will try to get it. He's not able to get it. If you chase him, it will go. Except goats. To go, come back, go, come back, go, come back, go. And you cannot fight. And you cannot fight. Yes. 
But the, you can't try that with a wild animal. It can kill the person that is beating it. And get whatever I want. So when Pastor uses the word, he said, get wild for God. That means I can't do anything. But of course, you know that that anything is still in the confines of the word of God. Doesn't mean that you're going to break a bank to rob, you know, collect all the money to invest into the gospel. When I use that word, invest. You're so sweet. Invest. That's our investment. Yes, wild. Preach the ghost without fear or shame. There's some people are so shy and they are proud of it. Oh, I'm a shy type. You think it's a good thing to be shy? Be modest. It's different from being shy. Being, being composed, you know, knowing how to carry yourself. When to talk, when not to talk. When not to talk. Yeah. And, and lacking confidence. Yes. So when you are wild for the gospel, you don't care about who is there. You preach the gospel. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Oh, yeah, pastor has the word. He said, invest your time and resources in world evangelism. That means the entire world, not even just your city. And do you know, why would you use invest? Why not put your time? Why the word invest? Because it's something you are going to gain from. You are going to gain it's from. And it's going to grow. Yeah. It's your that little time that you put into the evangelism can grow so much. For instance, the person that led Pastor Chris to the gospel now mm-hmm. might have invested to Christ and I might invest invested just 30 minutes yeah. to lead him to Christ. But that 30 minutes now has produced how many millions of us that are in Christ today. So that's why it's an investment. And that person has not even gone to heaven to receive the reward. Mm-hmm. There's still a reward there. Yeah. Because now the world is, especially in Nigeria, we're getting so familiar with investments. Invest, invest, invest. Mm-hmm. But it's not just about our money. There's also a need for us to invest in the gospel as well. Okay. Yeah. I saw a post recently, yesterday. Okay, I think I showed you that Adai he made a post. I pray for Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And someone was saying, Have you finished the, the, dealing with the problems of Nigeria? We want to carry the problems of Afghanistan on our head. Misplaced priority. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like, it's just so crazy for us. That person should not be a Christian. I don't think as a Christian you should say that. Yeah. Because as a Christian, you are world conscious, just like Paul said. Invest in world evangelism. You don't. Is it. Did the, the Nigeria create you? <laughs> yes. So you should be concerned about the entire world, not just Nigeria. Keep winning souls and let nothing quench your love for the Lord. The Bible says, those that turn many to righteousness shall shine as stars forever. Shine evermore by making an impact with the gospel. Be so passionate for the gospel that its impact in men's lives and spread around the world is all that matters to you. I'm going to be passionate about the gospel in the name of Jesus. I will do all my best every day of my life. I will not be carried away 
I refuse to be distracted in the name of Jesus. I'm focused on the gospel, preaching it, spreading it. I am bold in the name of Jesus. I set out time to go for evangelism, to share the gospel with people around me, in my neighborhood, on the streets, on the road, in the name of Jesus. More opportunities are available for me to preach the gospel. And I am taking all the opportunities. I am putting in my all for the gospel. I'm not timid. I'm not shy. I'm bold. I am ferocious. I am wide with it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Lord, for strengthening me. Thank you because I have the ability. I have all it takes. And I'm making use of all that you have given unto me. I have all that pertains unto life and godliness. And I am putting all of it to work in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's take our confession. I am passionate about God's kingdom. And his expansion in the earth. For the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only saving power for the world. And I am its herald. I am aglow. I am burning with your spirits. Serving the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.